0: No Health Training Center. It is day 11 of training camp. It's bumping now. 10 minutes ago, nothing's happening. Right now, uh, all the players are making their way onto the field, getting a little bit of the sh- other stretch on. Not a team stretch. Coming and doing a little individual stretches, getting a little individual position work done. Special teams getting some guys done. Um, Brett Ripon is walking right in front of us, and he's doing. He has his arms up in the air, like if he's signaling a touchdown, but he's doing karate chops. All the way, he's doing like this karate chop thing. It's pretty funny. And now he's doing that funny dance thing where it's like your arms up in the air and you twist while you're running to the side. It looks like a dance. He's dancing. That's a dance.
1: He's dancing. Pretty good dancer. Dancing oh, with okay. Rippin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Alex, uh, how are you at the back at the studio? Uh,
1: yeah, pretty uh, pretty lonely back here. Not not too much going on back at the studio. Seems like everybody's out there at camp, but uh, doing well.
0: Sad. Uh, I wish you were out here. You better come out here, try to make your way out here in the, sometime in the next couple days.
1: Yeah, I want to. I,
0: I'd highly recommend that. Um, okay, Alex, uh, from an outsider's perspective, you're seeing stuff from everybody. You're... Uh, You know, you're a uh, man about town. You're reading the reports. You got guys you trust. You um, got your own thoughts and your own mind about the the Broncos. What what are your thoughts on camp so far and how it's been going for these Broncos? And are your expectations lowered or have they been risen a little bit by what's happened here over a couple weeks?
1: Uh, Everything seems like it's going pretty well at camp. I don't think my uh, thoughts and predictions have deterred. Um, from camp Uh, would like to see him to hit hit a little bit more and be a little more physical that seems like a recurring theme is it's too easy out there Hackett's practices are a little bit different Um, but that's mostly from the older players and guys that have kind of gone through the rigors of training camp but um, I had him as about a 10-win team before camp and it's about right there still okay
0: I I, it's hard to grade this camp. It feels like other camps, you really get a vibe. You really get to, you know, it's the Tim Patrick injury has been such a downer, um, kind of maybe the story of camp. Other than Russell Wilson looking like a pro but not knocking everybody's socks off, Jerry Judy's such like a polarizing kind of, you know, individual. Um, it fit. You can't, you know, go a segment without mentioning Jerry Judy, it feels like. Uh, you know, which is, you know, if Jerry Judy's great, the Broncos offense is going to hum. They're going to cruise. They're going to be scoring 27, 32, 33 points a game. If Jerry Judy's not great, well, then probably we're going to see a little bit more run game. We're going to see a little bit more calculated throws, too. There's Sierra right there. Hold on. Ugh this beat is I didn't see her coming and Ella didn't warn me he wanted to hog in her all for himself every day she's been out here hasn't missed one day she has not missed one day of camp it's dedicated it's a dedicated woman I appreciate that about Sierra. what was I saying
1: Uh, So is this the year for Jerry Judy to break through? You think so?
0: Uh, I wouldn't bet my money on it. Anilo's willing to bet his money that Jerry Judy is going to be great. He said it takes money to make money, and that's true. But he is willing to bet his own money by investing in some, you know, higher end Jerry Judy rookie cards that if he hits, then that's gonna be easy make right now because his, you know, his stuff is at the lowest it's ever been in terms of his autographs, his rookie cards, that kind of stuff. So, you know, Nilo's got his I'm gonna put his money where his mouth is on Jerry Judy. I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to do that. I'll tell you this, Anilo. If I, if Jerry Judy hits over the first six or seven or eight weeks of the season, then maybe I'm dipping in and I have to pay the price on a nice piece for Jerry Judy. But yeah, you know, I'm. It's. I don't know. It's a risk. I'm kind of not willing to take on the guy. Do you have any texts for us, there, Alex? You want yeah. a couple?
1: Yeah. Uh, we got one here from F. Lewis. He says. Hey. You may you may be too old for TikTok, but it seems that Musburger has either commanded the algorithm or his dream come true. Everybody's for your feed. Everybody's for you feed is filled with unsolicited Bama sorority rush. Um, P.S. Yeah. Welcome, Alex.
0: F. Lewis is like our uncle, Alex. Okay, he's the uncle. That's the cool uncle who takes us to like do fun stuff. So you better make friends with that Lewis. I,
1: I like the cool uncle, so.
0: Yeah, for yeah. Sure. He's that dude. Uh, everyone's cheering because Russell Wilson is making his way on to Big cheer. cheer. Are you kidding <laughs>
1: me? <laughs> what is uh, that?
0: Good one, good one. I got my eye on Bradley Chubb. He's been wearing this throwback hat every single day. It's got the old logo on it, and it's kind of sick. He's been not flying under the radar because he's got a ton of expectations. He's the defensive Jerry Judy for us. Is this guy going to play and become a player again? Or are we going to have to kind of move on from Bradley Chubb? I think he's had a pretty good camp. They're moving him around. They're being flexible with him. They're talking as though this guy is like a star caliber player. That's the kind of talk that they're you know, these coaches are, you know. And I don't know if that's a talk, you know, if that's real talk, because they are hoping that he can become, I don't know, man, the guy who was referred to as transcendent. A guy who referred to as a number one overall caliber of talent. I gotta say I've never really been a buyer of that on Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb isn't physically ridiculously like big and imposing like a Chase Young or a Miles Garrett or like a Von Miller. He's not like cut from that cloth.
1: He's, I've never yeah, he's not that I've quick. Nev- well I've never
0: Yeah, I've just never like understood it. I've never understood it. And, of course, you know, at the time, it, everybody, including guys like me, were like, wow, Bradley Chubb, a guy who, again, you could have went number one overall. You're getting fifth overall. Wow. But when you pass on Josh Allen and you look back, that's an unavoidable look back, draft, miss, uh, you know, at the highest level. That might be the the greatest miss in the history of the franchise is Josh Allen going seven overall. And you take, uh, in your own backyard, the, you know, looking like John Olley looking in the mirror at a younger version of himself, and you go with Bradley Chubb. So we'll never live that down. Actually, the only way to live that down is by Russell Wilson going and taking championships away from what would be
1: Josh Allen's Super Bowls in Buffalo that's fair yeah I think uh, yeah Chubb and um, the only
0: way to intersect and intervene in the multiverse you know what I mean
1: if Russell Wilson goes out yeah and wins the yeah. Super Bowl before Josh Allen does here in Denver, yes, in Denver. absolutely that's kind of got to happen um, you know for
0: to make right on like the wrong that you know John Elway's you know cast upon this franchise. he was it man there was the Broncos are supposed to be a winning franchise. they're winners the Broncos are franchise it's like uh you go from just that I'm a winner. Yeah, you go from Breeze I'm sorry, you go from um Favre to Rodgers. It's like you got 30 years of quarterback play. Yeah, it's you know, and you got Bart Starr too. The Broncos are cut from that same kind of cloth. When you go from, you know, John Elway to to the likes of kind of Peyton Manning and, you know, with the Jake Plumbers and guys like that in between, the, quarter, the standard of quarterback play will never be, you know, uh, Drew Locke acceptable. It's always going to have to be a Russell Wilson a caliber a player. So that means you're going to have to go draft a guy and, you know, uh, uh, have him be Alan like. Or which this franchise kind of has a knack for, because it doesn't have a knack for drafting quarterbacks very high and developing. They've never really had to, because um, you know their circumstances. Um, then, oh man, you know Dulcich is just a freak of a man. This guy Dulcich, is like—it's
1: not just the it, hair; he's—he's he's more no, than that. A f- huge, he's gigantic. I mean,
0: he's just a huge, gigantic target, man. I hope this guy turns into a player because he's, like, uncoverable. He's just one of these tight ends that's, like, Kelsey-esque, looking like. Hey, buddy. He just is something special. He is a specimen of a man. Can he block? Uh, I don't know. We haven't really seen a lot of that yet. He's just getting his feet wet, to be honest with you.
1: Because it seems like Alberto's the pass catcher, Tomlinson's the blocker, and Dulcich is kind of a hybrid. No doubt about it. But you want
0: Dulcich to develop into being able to do both of those things, so then we can th- try to throw the defense off occasionally.
1: You know, yeah, exactly, yeah. So when uh, you know when the tight ends are in the game, you don't know um, exactly what they're going to do. It's not so predictable.
0: Okay, S- let's see here. Um, guys, going to get in their stretch lines here. Everyone's out, putting work in, full speed ahead. Justin Simmons is the guy. Justin Simmons is the guy. Terry Fry is here, a legend. Terry Fry uh, may be in consideration beyond that Mount Rushmore of Denver media, you know, uh, maybe the great riders of all time in this game. Woody, Terry, I think I uh, Terry eliminated Kisla in one round of the bracket to advance to, uh, yeah, man, um, Russell Wilson is, man, he, he gets it. He totally gets it. He understands. Yeah, he does. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. He said, let me check my roster sheet real quick. He says he's three. Oh, that's right. He is three. (laughs) Russ is right here, man. He looks great. I wouldn't trade him for anybody. Yeah. I wouldn't trade Russell for anybody except for Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. Is there one guy I'm leaving off?
1: Alex, um, no. I think the so probably not Rodgers, right? Just because of his age.
0: Uh, no, not Rodgers. Definitely not.
1: Uh Burrow, Definitely. Burrow possibly?
0: Uh, yes, Burrow. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, yes, Burrow.
1: You wait, so you would take Burrow over Russell? Uh, I would Russ? take
0: Burrow over Russell. Okay. I, I would I probably that. would too. So I don't think I would Herbert. I need to see more from Herbert. I'm eliminating Herbert. But he'd be right after Russell. So I have, who are my guys? I have Allen and Mahomes and Burrow. Those are the three guys that I would trade for Russell Wilson. With Herbert, it'd be really tough discussion and debate to see if I'd be willing to do that. But other than that, that's, I think that's what it is. I think I'm going to go with that. I think we talked about it just a couple of weeks ago, maybe even last week. But again, it's like I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's going to be haters anywhere. And it's like the late, like the lady who's looking to be offended by like anything who's just waiting at the you grocery. You are store. a hater. Yeah, I like to just to be offended all day long by stuff. It's going to be haters.
1: What about Stafford?
0: Uh, no, I would take Russ over Stafford because they're about the same age, and uh, that's it. I think Stafford got his. I think Russ has a. Um, has got that desire again. Needs it a little more than Stafford does right now. Needs it more. Kyler Murray. No, thank you. No, and I'm actually probably. I mean, there's so much hate on that guy. He's got like a, kind of a punk. I actually, because everyone is hating on Kyler. My, you know, there's like the baseball player in him. I'm an A's fan, drafted by the A's. There's some kind of things that make me want to try to kind of n- not hate. Kyler um, you know I mean if the, well, there's some other guys up. you know Lamar Jackson that's one guy Justin Fields gonna be a great player I mean I wouldn't trade those guys for Russell Wilson I just wouldn't Russell is um, I just believe it
1: so he's See, top he's- five yeah top five for you
0: well you know he might be top seven or eight or nine for somebody else but like who in the world would take Dak over for Russell besides Anillo who else would, you know, take like that. Kirk Cousins or um, Maurice Jones Drew created a little bit of a stir when he said Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson yesterday or the day before. I definitely don't believe that. I definitely do not believe that.
1: No, not Derek Carr. I, I wouldn't go that far oh. at all. Carr's in the Cousins category for
0: me. Cousins, Dak, you know, one of those couple of those guys might be a little bit more prolific of passers. You know, it's more stat stuffers, maybe Dak than these other guys. But I don't know. It's probably the kind of the comp for me would be for me, I guess. Uh, Yeah. First team offense just kind of hanging out here against some more quarterbacks. Uh, taking some snaps from the centers. Handing off to the running backs. To the three running backs. Too. Another
1: exhilarating day at Broncos oh, camp. I mean, it's just
0: not... Again, like training camps even a few years ago, hey, buddy, let alone 10 years ago that I used to come to or like tune up. It was cheering. It was like that work was like getting – they're putting real work in, hard work, banging on each other, trying to refine the skills, trying to make plays on each other. This is more drill work. This is more drill work. So do you know what's funny? is with some of the... uh, We'll go to break and come back and talk about it. Remind me to mention why the drill stuff is funny. Okay, Alex? Simple.
1: I'll remind you.
0: Thanks, buddy. Uh, I can't hear any music. It's because I just can't hear it good. It's louder now. Ooh, now I do.
1: Okay, okay. Definitely.
0: No, I love it. That's the right choice here. Dua Lipa is one of my faves. Oh, there's Miles! Oh, Miles is here! Okay. We're going to try to get Miles on the air. He doesn't talk, though. Um... Danny Williams, Alex Becker, is producing the product here. And for the uh, immediate and near future, ooh, he's a good dude. He's super talented. Holler at him. If you want to hit us up on the text line, do that. And we'll read some more of those. If you want to join the conversation, maybe we'll sneak a call out here. Danny Williams, Anillo sitting next to me, and Alex Becker in the studio. It's My line Sports, Bronco's country. Bronco's, Bronco's country.
1: Bronco's rat. I need you.
0: the smile high morning show with danny williams weekday mornings at nine Weezer's great, probably underrated all time. Where to like kind of fit in and categorize them into? You know, where do you put Weezer? You know, probably one of the great bands of their era. Uh, Didn't really sound like anybody else. Kind of unique, fun. Uh, Good choice, overall. Thank you. We are sure we're live from UC Health Training Center, day eleven of training camp. Nice crowd. After those first two, it's weird. The first two days of camp, um, where people are like wondering where all the people were. The, the hill has been absolutely full, you know, ever, ever since. And people, are, I think, are realizing, for one, they're hearing all the news that Russell Wilson sticks around for 45 minutes every single freaking day after practice and signs for hundreds and hundreds of people when he doesn't have to do it. And he, he did it for my kids as well. JJ and Olivia and Gianna even hooked me up with a little. <laughs> Jersey signed piece. Thanks, Russ.
1: Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Ah,
0: No big deal, you know. Um, Yeah, total class act. The guy gets it no matter what you think of the guy. Uh, I want you to hate on him because I love him. And I wouldn't trade him for anybody except for five guys or four guys. What about you, Alex?
1: Uh, As far as Russ, Russ Wilson? Yeah. Uh, Oh, I like him. I like him about top five, kind of where you put him at, honestly. Mahomes. Uh, Allen uh, Burrow Herbert probably ahead of him but Other than that I I think he's about Five for me Um, I'm really excited And just a breath of fresh air after What we've gone through since Super Bowl 50 No doubt about
0: it Um, So you're all For it would you take um, Rodgers Over Wilson
1: Oh right now yeah I mean it's hard to go Against the back to back MVP and uh, I'd still take Rodgers I think he's the best Quarterback in in the whole league right now
0: Yeah okay um for how many more years do you think he's gonna do that?
1: Ooh, he, he said he didn't want to play until until Brady's age. I would say about maybe a year or two left playing at that very high level before he drops off or retires.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Uh yeah, I just think, you know, at this point I think they're close. I mean of course Aaron Rodgers is the back to back MVP of the league, he's prolific. He is—he's one of the, you know, maybe the greatest statistical quarterback of all. I think he is. I think he's the greatest statistical quarterback of all time. The ratio, the touchdowns to interceptions ratio. No matter how many yards you kind of are throwing to, or who you're throwing to, or the yak, all that kind of stuff. It's all about touchdowns, and it's all about not throwing interceptions. And no one has ever done it better than Aaron Rodgers, even close. I mean, his stats are just mind blowing. He's the greatest statistical quarterback of all time, even if he doesn't have the most touchdowns yet or the most passing yards. Um, it's just true. It's just that's who, it's just, just true. Looking the, the numbers what Aaron Rodgers has been able to do is is remarkable. However, what's weird, kind of crazy, hard to figure out. Is those incredible stats haven't really translated to deep playoff runs and another Super Bowl victory. He was more of a Russell Wilson kind of uh, orchestrator of his offense when Green Bay won that Super Bowl all those years ago. So I don't need Russell to throw 40 touchdowns to make me feel better about myself. He could throw 33, uh, you know, rush for two or three more, and do it against eight or nine interceptions, but we're going to win all our games. Um, We're going to run the ball at a very, very successful rate, and we're going to just win big games and make a playoff make a playoff run. I think there's a factor having to do with uh, you're playing in Green Bay in that weather that time of the year um where you can't really just throw the ball all around the yard and do all of the things that you know make Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay so great the rest of the time, you know, and the um, or any time under regular kind of conditions.
1: The frozen tundra.
0: I yeah. just think it's hard um, to you know, looking at, that at- point, Looking at
1: Rodgers' stats, that 2010 season, his Super Bowl winning year, that was one of his worst statistical seasons he's no ever had. He had 28 touchdowns and 11 picks that year, and he's never thrown in double digits and in interceptions since that Super Bowl year.
0: Wow, very interesting. Also that season, they were a 6-6 six and six team. They were 6-6, six and six, won their final four to go 10-6 and six to get a wild card in the playoffs, and then obviously won four, their next four playoff games to win a Super Bowl.
1: All on the road too, which is crazy. Well, so, yeah, I know. So
0: even in his his highest, you know, um, you know his 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 highest moment of his career um, came when really he wasn't near the player that he kind of is today. So you know, what did they do? They got hot at the right team. They had a great quarterback, obviously, and he did just enough. So, of those things here, what did I just say? Great quarterback, hot at the right time, did just enough. We got the quarterback who could get hot at the right time, or we have the quarterback who's good enough. Do we have the team who can get hot at the right time? Well, a team like this Broncos team, who's being put together by a, a, a first year head coach, you know, fairly young. This is a younger team. Um, I think some of the older guys are going to have new life. Uh, I don't. I, I think they'll have a chance to be peaking later in the season even though their schedule sets up for them to go like 4 and 2 right off the bat okay so i could they get hot at the right time i don't know just me saying words i could say yes and you know try to make you believe it i don't really know if i believe it and then lastly do they have like the components the rest of the you know the rest of the team is it talented enough deep enough um what excels come playoff time a a pass rush that kind of can't be stopped and a run game that is very effective. Uh, do they have that kind of stuff? I ah, They got the run game. I think it's going to be as good as anybody's in the league. Do they have a pass rush that is elite enough to not let other quarterbacks stand there, pat the ball, pat, 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 pat. Oh, he's open. I'm going to go deliver. We know here what it takes to win Super Bowls. How did we win Super Bowl 50? One of the greatest pass rushes Ever. Like, ever. Ever. Ever in the history of the game. Okay. And if there's one real kind of recipe for going deep in the playoffs and winning Super Bowls, wreck your freaking offensive line pass rush like Von Miller and Aaron Donald and uh, who's that other cat on that line? Leonard um, Floyd. Leonard Floyd. Thank you. You got guys like that. You know, well, that sounds to me like uh, Von Miller and Malik Jackson and. Shane Ray and Shaq Barrett.
1: DeMarcus Ware.
0: Yeah. And Derek Wolf. Remember those guys? Of course. Well, so, I don't know, man. We've said it a lot of times. Uh, we said it with the Avalanche, come the start of the playoffs, do these Avalanche players have the makeup of the Tangays and Ozalynches and Lemieux, like the role players? Are they all-time great role players? Because we have You know, we got the Russell Wilson like talent and, you know, the Forsbergs and the Waz and the and the Sackix. But who's who's the next star? Who's the Robin to, you know, that's got to be Javante. Javante's got to be spectacular. It's got to be Randy Gregory. It's got to be Bradley Chubb. And there's some question marks with a couple of those guys. We know Russell Wilson's going to be great. And we got a pretty good idea that Javante Williams is going to be something special. But then what after that? I need more star power. I think we need a little bit more star power. Oh, Justin Simmons is a star. Okay. It's a safety, though. He is a star, and he's great, but he's a safety. You need to see
1: it more from the key positions.
0: I just need stars, players at star positions. I need uh, Garrett Bowles to be spectacular again. Bradley Chubb has to be great, and Randy Gregory, who people are gonna act like they chose Von Miller over, which they didn't, has to be really, really, really good. And probably great. Really, really, really good. When you do three reallys, that's a great, right? Three reallys equals a great. So why don't I just say great? Danny Williams, Alex is producing the product, and he'll is sitting with us back on their side at Smiley Sports.
1: popping, flip-flops, flopping, drop-tops, drop The
0: Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9.
1: Ladies are laying now. Country?
0: Just to- like the show. Just like this show. A little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. You know what my favorite country song is, right?
1: Uh, I don't. Tell me.
0: Oh, barbecue stand on my white t-shirt.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Tim McGraw?
0: Yeah. Or All I right. Got- um, the Devil Went Down to Georgia. He was looking for a Soul of Steel.
1: Remember that one? I do know that one as well, yeah.
0: Let's, let's see. I got a couple. I'm capable. Um, tur- Wait. Wait. Clo- wait clo- turn, uh, close wait, close. Turn, the door and turn them lights down low. Remember that one?
1: Oh, turn- yeah. I think I got that that's one. A, right. That's a newer one, actually.
0: Oh, yeah. I got a very, very sophisticated palette when it comes to the country music game. Not. Okay. Um, So... Position drill work done. It's just refinement stuff. They are drilling. It's like they're, dr- they're not competing against each other very much. I'm thrown off by this. But what's interesting by it, is, about it is um, – so some like the dad coaches on JJ's nine-year-old team, okay? So we play – we're about to start our fall baseball. We just won an AYL championship, okay? We're moving – we're kind of playing up right now. And it's probably not going to be as easy for us as it was this last time. But in an hour and a half practice, what we'll do is about in 50 minutes of, like, drill stuff. Like drills. You know, little, um, you know, um, field, field and ground ball stuff, uh, relay throw stuff, um, just baseball drill stuff that, like, nine-year-olds do. But then the last, like, 30 or 40 minutes of practice – we compete. We'll do like these mini scrimmages where I'll have like three teams of four. Okay? Three teams of four. And you're, you, you will compete against each other. Like uh, the four will go up to bat first and the other two teams are playing defense against those four. And then you just kind of keep rotating. You get three outs. And we'll kid pitch. So we'll have like what I'll do is have like the, um, our B pitchers. Um, go, like, kind of start, and then have – we have to have, like, JJ or Chase or Liam Sorelli, like, A-pitcher a come in. After some trouble, we'll bring those A-pitchers in. Some days I'll have, when come playoff time, our A-pitchers just pitching to our guys so they can really tune it up, you know. So what that has done, I think, has made us super competitive. Our guys, like, man, they just – we're tight and we love each other, but we just, like, these guys want to beat each other so bad. And it's, comp- it's created, like, this – competitive, like edge thing that helped us win a championship. I really, really believe that. So we have some dads who are like more drills, more drills. And I get that. I feel that. And we're at the point now that we're, you know, nine years old where we have to kind of do some of that kind of stuff. But I just think this competitive edge that we have has been created by this competition that I've been able to create in practices. So, that's it. I'm really just talking this out with you. It doesn't have any necessarily correlation to the Broncos or anything, or or maybe it does. But I'm just, uh, that's it. So there's like this fine line of, you know, some of the dads like not wanting the the scrimmages. And I kind of don't get it. I'm not, I don't get it on that. So I actually think the Broncos should be putting more work in against each other out here.
1: I agree. Can- yeah, that competition brings out the best in people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just think that you know that edge that you need to go out there and like when this thing is turned on, this is like what they're doing here, the level, like the speed they're going at is like a three, or like a four. To that's cute, man. That's cute. <laughs> as compared to you know a eleven speed out of ten, um, week one of the NFL season. So I guess I'm afraid that I don't want. Man, these guys are the best athletes in the world. I don't want to say that, oh, well, once they turn it on, then some guys are going to start to break down or get injured, not ready to go. Who's this little cute guy, Orlando? Hi, buddy. Is this a two or three or four year old? How old is this guy? Okay. You you look good. Looking real good. I like those. They got those nice Jordans on. Those ones or those dunks or what are those? Matching your dad today? You guys look good. Sweet. That's cool. Dang, looks good. Got those ones on.
1: It's a cute guy. Uh, hey, okay. Got a couple texts here. Honor sure, it. let's do it. So this one's from Juan, and he says Danny Williams is a hater. Broncos rule. Everybody else sucks.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, you are a hater. Can you find that one for us real quick? It's, it's Levar. It's somewhere in there. It's just a...
1: you are a hater. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. Give me and another.
1: then uh, we also got one from Dirty Mike here. Uh, he says, "A Aaron is a total phony. He is actively stealing Jake the Snake, Plumber swag. Plummer has been rocking the long hair and shrooms for decades now. Sorry, player. Quit biting Plummer's stees." From Dirty Mike and the boys.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's actually—it's kind of right. Aaron Rodgers, like, it's weird. I don't know if I like him a lot or I'm like. I hate the guy. It's weird. It just can't put. I it's I can't put my finger on it. I can't put my finger on it. The things he does. I either like. I used to say this a couple years ago. I want my quarterback to be like Aaron Rodgers. Kind of a jerk. Kind of funny, tongue in cheek. Not trying to be everybody's best friend. You respect him because he's the best. And he's just like got a little jerk in him. That's kind of what I, I want my quarterback to be. I guess, oh, unless he's like Russ. That's like the other. That's that's the opposite. Like the uh, going to say all the right things, make the you know perfect public appearances polished. OK, Aaron Rodgers probably at some point, I think, tried to go that route. And then he realized Aaron Rodgers realized a couple years ago he's not Peyton and he's not Tom Brady. And I mean, in the court of like public opinion, in like the the the, you know, in a popularity contest. And I think he's kind of given into that a little bit, just a little bit, and therefore, like, you know, become kind of like a heel. He's got a little heel in him. Kevin Durant's done the same thing. Kevin Durant realized he, he's not LeBron. He's gonna not going to have that love on him and that shine on him like LeBron. And he embraced being the bad guy.
1: You know? So they've turned into villains, sort of.
0: Well, heels. Heel, heels like... Uh, you know, um, Roddy Piper was like a heel. Stone Cold used to be like a heel. You know, it's like, is he a bad guy or a good guy? It's like, you know, Macho Man was like a heel. Oh, yeah. Hogan, let me. Ooh yeah. And then Hogan would be like, let me tell you something, brother. Oh. Then The Rock would be like, finally. Do you have that one? It's like right there. It's like, finally. 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 The Rock has come. Do you have it? It's there somewhere.
1: Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it. Yeah, I, I just well, don't know where that.
0: it's at. I know all I know these. Know oh, we've got a lot of stuff. we got to figure it out. The Rock has come back. So I think that's what happened with kind of Aaron Rodgers a little bit. And it's definitely what's happened with, with Kevin Durant. He just embraced being like the kind of the bad guy. You know, playing football at West Canaan might have been the opportunity of your life but i don't want your life do we have that one what would it be under i don't want your life would it be under varsity blues would it be under dang i don't want your life all right 303 1340 the hotline as well as the text line it is 1041. We have one final segment left with the show. Throwing little fade routes to secondary guys or just like little throw-ups. It's like, I don't even but understand. I don't want your life. <laughs> I'm going to do it one more time and then you do it. Okay, I'm going to set it up, okay? Playing football at West Canaan might have been the opportunity of your life. But, but I don't, I don't want, want your life. What a great movie. I'd like to watch that again. Man, it's like the speed that they're going at. Are other... Is this like what the collective bargaining agreement now dictates? Or is this just the speed of Coach Hackett's practices? Like, by the end of a Fangio practice, like, everyone just hated each other, including the fans. You're like, ugh, let's get out of here. This team stinks. Right now, it's like light. These players are fresh, man, I'll tell you. This Coach Hackett is either going to like change the system forever, the way that we, you know, training camps are operated with like these walkthrough light kind of really trying to maintain, I don't know, um, refined skills, but not play football. You know, that's, you know, we could drill, we could drill, 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 fundamental stuff like that. We can, our baseball guys, too. But we got to go out there and be ready to just play ball and compete, too. And there's a fine line there. I'm not sure what the fine line is. I never pretended to be the best youth, you know, the best youth baseball coach in in Colorado. It just turned out that way. It was an accident. You know, I don't know everything about everything, Anillo. Anilo but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Okay, one final segment. Uh, Alex is doing a great job on his first official day on the show. I didn't feel any nerves from Alex. I knew he was ready to go. You know?
1: Ready to go from the jump.
0: Yes, sir. When you got Eric Goodman up your butt all day long, you know, can you do this, do this, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't you do this? Do this better. Blah you come work for me, it's like a pleasant... I might be having you push a couple buttons, running around doing some buttons. But I'm not having you cut all the audio and do all this. I will say this. Sharpest Rides, guys. TheSharpestRides.com. I don't know what you're doing if you need a new vehicle, man. Their lot is packed with the most beautiful vehicles. Anything you want. I mean, go upstairs in their building. They got a bunch of Teslas up there, man. They got um, some... SUVs. I saw a really nice Jeep get driven off the lot the other day when I was over there talking to Kevin. I mean, what else are you looking for? If you're on Craigslist, look, and you're going to get burned. If you're um, like at a new car dealership and they got a few used cars there, well, they're a new car dealership. They don't deal with the used vehicles. Sharpest Rides does. They got a giant um, service center where they're just making you know, these cars right, hum. Um, you want a warranty, you're worried about all that kind of stuff, they'll work it out with you. They're the best. Kevin wants you to come back. These guys make customers for life. That's how they operate. And that's what they'll make you, sharpest rides. They're the best. Let's go to break. Alex, we appreciate you as well. Anilo's hanging out with us. Uh, live UC Health Training Center, training camp day 11 it's my life sports
1: these are the rules i follow in my life you gotta love it jiggy jigger looking gully in the joint if y'all ain't talking about large money what's the point
0: the smile high morning show with danny williams weekday mornings at nine You couldn't have picked a better song. You couldn't have picked a better song to end the show and end the day with, With then with some Mighty Mighty Boss stones back from my era of, um, you know, loving this kind of music. Good choice. You've been really good today. Appreciate it. Uh, music loud here bumping. They turn it up here. They, you know, they wait till the show ends and they really kind of get things going so I can go get settled, uh, go potty. I get a sip of my coffee and then, you know, gear up for the rest of practice. That was coordinated between me and Coach Hackett uh, before camp. Uh, Just give the people what they want, really. Make sure uh, people's focus is where it should be on the show from 9 to 11 and then on practice um, from 11 till the end of that final horn. So uh, good stuff by you, Alex, today. We appreciate the hard work. Uh, If you want to find another – Text or two, let me know in my ear when you're ready for that. Um I saw some people putting their fantasy drafts together and I mean like drafting. Seems a little too early for me. Already?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Seems a little bit too early for me. Um
1: there's yeah. gonna be at least another couple big injuries from oh, some key sure, players sure. before the season starts. So Sometimes you don't want to draft those guys.
0: The hardest thing to do is find time for 12 dudes or 10 dudes or even eight dudes to be able to draft together. So you don't have to go auto draft or, you know, these days no one meets. I used to, the best part of drafting was like going meeting the guys at CB Potts or some terrible restaurant in their back room that uh you know you only went to once a year but since all the cv's pots are closed down i can't think of anywhere else to go we don't like do that kind of stuff anymore you know my brother has a league with some younger dudes and they get together i didn't i didn't i couldn't get together with them but like that's kind of half the fun in it is getting together you know having some beers talking a little smack you know making your draft picks and that's it so um, well, I mean, like we got a lot of time for that stuff. I mean, we love fantasy football on this show, no doubt about it. And we'll chop it up. And I'm trying to win. And I want you guys to win, too. I want winners later most. But um, it's like um, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm definitely not there yet.
1: I like doing it like the Saturday or the Sunday before the first week, Um, that Labor Day weekend. I think yeah, that's for sure. uh, yeah, it's the what? best time to do it.
0: That is, that's premium time, but that's like your last gasp chance too. That week before, um, or that week, those are your windows to draft properly. Are you? How many uh, leagues are you in? Do you usually kind of? Uh,
1: I usually do two, kind of like a family league with some close friends, and then a yeah. league just with, uh, you know, with, for money with with other people. Uh,
0: I think I'm, I'm hearing talk of a mile high sports league.
1: Oh I've yeah, looked- we tried that a couple years ago, and it was just for fun, no money involved, but oh, not boom. too many people were into it.
0: Really? I think that now we got Cody and Zach and some of these so called experts. I'd like to see what's um, they're capable of and I'd like to beat them very badly. You know let's do mean? it.
1: Let's do it. I'm in. I'm Ooh, in for so the bad. league.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Um well we're gonna have the show league too. You know, we put um we've done it we've had like twenty two people in this league before and it's just kind of if you really if you're you know, uh, a listener of the show you're up for getting together. Yeah, we have some prizes at the end. You don't got to put no money in. You know, um, some of the guys are trying to get everyone put. We can't ask the listeners to put fifty dollars of their own money, in, but we can't give you a lot of prizes for participating. So we did it at, at all seas. We've done it for a few years. The draft was great, man. It had a killer turnout. All the great dude Santino, who I love. If you're listening out there, Santino, he's going through a little health thing right now. He's you know one of the greatest listeners we ever had and really really good dude. Um, looking forward to that kind of stuff so Alex there's like three or four minutes left worth of show this is when I usually like ask Danny is there anything we left like on the cutting room floor is there anything news wise you think that should be mentioned anything from the weekend that I failed to mention that you want to you thought that was worthy of talking about
1: Uh, did you catch any of the Hall of Fame stuff from Saturday I did
0: Um, Richard Sherman's stuff was pretty good Um that stuff's always interesting. Seymour? Always, oh, what did I say? Richard you said Sherman. Sherman. Yeah, Richard Seymour, I'm sorry. Richard Seymour. Um, Seymour Butts. <laughs> no, yeah, Richard Seymour uh, was saying how you know he, has to, uh, he was a nobody when he came into the league. He's was uh, having to carry helmets and pads, and he said they were kind of tough on him, but also they taught him everything, and they gave him everything. And um, the guy had a really good career. He actually had a couple good years with the Raiders after his time with the patriots but yeah maybe you know he's a hall of fame round, about an all-time great but he was a really good player uh who else was in that class
1: uh they had bryant young who, who was good yeah. i'm not sure hall of fame worthy um I he was good
0: was, yeah this class wasn't a spectacular class uh, tony
1: baselli Baselli Boulder Zone
0: uh for days owns every mcdonald's in the front range uh super rich probably because of that uh yeah tony baselli was a uh, He's a Hall of Fame player and he's one of our own. That's, you know, that's a big one for for the state to be honest with you.
1: So, yeah, um, Dick Vermeil was was a he had a really good speech, I thought. Oh man, he cries to drop, uh,
0: you know, for uh, on SAP commercials, Dick yeah, Vermeil. He's an emotional yeah, I guy. Know. I don't think Dick Vermeil should be in the Hall of Fame until Mike Shanahan's in the Hall of Fame. I don't think uh, um Corey L should have got in a couple years ago Told Mike Shannon. Yeah, he changed the way offense is kind of, you know, he had uh, Dan Fowles and uh, Lance Alworth and uh, Kellen Winslow. Those are all time great players. Don't get me wrong, but you got to win Super Bowls. Mike Shannon wins two, two Super Bowls not in the Hall of Fame yet. Something's wrong here. That's That's stupid. But Parcells had to wait a minute or two too. Bill Parcells, who they got coaching trees l- named after the guy, at Ledge, who had to sit around and wait a couple extra years before they finally put the guy in the Hall of Fame. So I'm not sure what the criteria is, but um, Dick Vermeil's not more more deserving than Mike Shanahan in, in any situation, and in any any. I just can't. I don't know. I'm not sure what the criteria is on on coaches.
1: He did say at the end of his speech, he mentioned a few guys that he he thought should be in if he was in, and Mike Shanahan was one of those. Who else? I didn't hear that. That's great. Oh, I can't remember everybody he said. It was a lot of coaches from like the 80s, 90s era, early 2000s.
0: That's cool. Denny Green?
1: Uh, uh, He didn't mention Denny Green. Um, Yeah, Denny Green. Yeah, RIP. What uh,
0: Tony Dungy's in? He's in already, right? Yes. Yeah, Dungy's in. Okay. That's kind of the whole show. Um, Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. You know, these training camp shows are different kind of shows. We'll be back in studio next week. Um, Alex, you're doing a good job. Appreciate it. I'm lucky to have you. Thanks for rolling with us. Um, We'll, you know, kind of come together and create something new for ourselves. And, you know, appreciate you, Alex, keeping like the tradition of a lot of the things we do forever around here up. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. Anillo, are you next, Anillo? Anillo's next. Um, there'll be some changes coming around here in Mount High Sports in the coming weeks, so stick around for that. But uh, all good stuff. All good stuff. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila.
1: Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, no, whatever. Go on whatever side. Bye, Bye Sheila. Cheers, Terry. All the big Bye, face, Rollie. I got you with those. I'm up the window, oh, through
0: the city. I maneuver slow, cut back, snap back.